Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to the next episode of Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. This week, we gifted each other books for our birthdays. So we're doing birthday books. They're not like actually birthday themed. They just are the books we received. Krista and I are both March babies. And so in college, we always did like birthday things together and like that kind of stuff. But we can't really do that right now since we kind of live far away. (laughs) I mean, it's not like far by like, like the world standards, but like too far to visit on a regular. And it's also far enough in a pandemic that we're still in to like, yeah, justify it. It's like, it's like three hours from where I'm at. Like, wouldn't be ideal wouldn't be ideal so no particular theme other than we just received these books as gifts um I don't know how you picked the one that you got for me but I literally just like went through some of my lists of things that I wanted to read and I was like oh she's gonna like this one I want to hear about it that's exactly what I did I was like well this one's been on my list for a while she can read it and tell me all about it and then I can borrow it well what's even better is I was going through my list and I the one I ended up picking and sending to you I had forgotten I had read it's on my bookshelf I was like, oh my God, I've read this. It's just been so long. Cause I was yeah. like, wow, this sounds really good. I'm pretty sure I'm going to love this. I did. I, I remember loving it, mm-hmm. um, but it's literally been so long. I cannot <laughs> tell you a single character's name. Like, so interested to hear your hot take. Yeah. We'll see how much like you remember as I start talking about it. Oh my God. That's the thing, right? It's like when someone starts talking about it, I do that with shows all the time too, where it's like, no, I don't remember this at all. But then like you hit like the 10 minute in mark and you're like, oh, I know how it ends. Skip it. Yeah. And you're like, never mind. I don't want to watch it. And they're like, but now I'm invested. And you're like, what? No, I've already seen it. Sorry. You have to watch it on your own. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to do it on your own time. Exactly. So, um, well, the book that you picked for me is a good girl's guide to murder by Holly Jackson. And what's even better about this one is I got it in the mail and I was like, oh my God, did I send this to me and not Krista? Cause I had been looking at this book like for you specifically. And it was just like sitting in my cart. And so I like saw it in the package and I was like, Oh crap. And so I like threw it on the counter and I was like, I'll mail it to Krista soon. And I was thinking about it and I was like, I definitely didn't <laughs> buy it. I like went and checked my Amazon. I was like, Oh my God, it took me like three days to figure out that you had sent it. And it wasn't just like, that's also on me because I forgot to put the little like birthday amazon mm-hmm. card notice thingy on it because i totally spaced it because i like never do that i figured i just missed it because i'm not that diligent i was like oh crap it's just a little receipt <laughs> <laughs> whatever um anyways i'm very excited about this book uh it was it was a good ride so good pick thank you oh good 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 so uh, a good girl's guide to murder by holly jackson here is a plot summary for you without going too far because it is a it's a whodunit. Like, that's what it is. Like, this girl is literally investigating a murder from her town from five years ago. So back up, they're in a small town. Five years ago, there was a murder. Andy Bell, who was a senior at the local high school at the time, was murdered by her boyfriend. They actually never found her body, but um, they're pretty sure she's dead. They found, like, blood, and they're fairly certain that, like, her body had been in the trunk of her car, but her body was never actually found. Um, so like, that's, that's something interesting. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm like not used to my configuration in the new house. I just like bumped something over here to my right. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways. So Andy was murdered by her boyfriend, Sal, and Sal was basically pinned as the prime suspect pretty much right away. Um, they had all, he and his friends, Andy wasn't there, had been at like a party the night of her murder. And the police were just certain that he had done it in like an hour and a half time frame. And honestly, a lot of this book gave me like hardcore, like Adnan Syed vibes. I was just thinking like, that. He did it. Yeah. I was like the like podcast that got us into podcasts is like, is this what's happening? Yeah. So like this 
very much felt like I was listening to cereal, but like just another context. Um, So I thought that was really interesting because also in this, in the same scenario, so Sal's not white, his last name is Singh. And I don't know exactly what his nationality is, but he's very clearly the person in the small town that is not white. Um, So Sal actually commits suicide. You find this out like right away, Um, like commit suicide, um, like a few days after you know, people are looking for her. The police have started to accuse him. His friends pull their alibi and they say that he forced them to like lie about what time he left the party. So they were like, oh, well, then he must have done it. And then like in his police interview, he seemed kind of sketch. Like he doesn't want to tell them everything. I'm like they're a bunch of teenagers. I'm sure they're mm-hmm. up to shit. They don't want their parents to know about. Yeah. Like, and it seems like this Andy girl was kind of like trouble. Like she was into stuff, but like the whole town is like painted her as this like perfect girl, you know, because well, of course, she was, she's dead now. And she was the dead blonde girl, basically. Oh, yeah. Even worse. Um, and so Sal kills himself and they're like, well, that's it. Case over. Like yeah. he obviously was racked with guilt. And so he killed himself. Like, so basically four days and they stopped looking for her. They stopped basically doing anything. That's which is awful yeah right? it feels like it would be like, what, like lapd like they're the worst they'd probably do this well i'm gonna guess it's like a small town issue right where That's they just true, don't have the resources yeah. it seems like it's very obvious you know like occam's razor the most likely is probably what happened yeah. and so for Open them that, that this is you know this that's what it says um so fast forward five years and pippa she goes by pip um she she doesn't believe that Sal did it. She thinks that he's innocent. And so she is a senior that year and she is doing her senior project. Like they call it a capstone, but it's like whatever your school's version flavor of senior project is. Um, so for her capstone project, her goal was basically to like prove that Sal was innocent, but her school was like, eh, you know, it's kind of like close to home. It's not super great. Like, fine, you can do it. But they made her pick like a certain slant to it where it was like the media's influence on murder cases and that kind of stuff. But Which like, I was, I was, whatever she wants. Yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, I remember like our senior projects. I was like, that never would have fought. You'd have to have like a, a whole theme or a thing. In like, a small like town. Yeah, and I wasn't in a small town. I had a, I'm a big town and a big school. Like they still, they definitely wouldn't have allowed that to happen. Right, exactly. And so like they give her some rules, like she's not allowed to talk to the victim's family, you know, that kind of thing. And she's supposed to focus on like her specific topic. And then she's also has to give like updates like every week or whatever on like what she's been doing. And so the entire book is like really compiled of like, there'll be like a, a section of Andy, or not Andy, freaking Pip, Pip working <laughs> on this. I mean, yeah, it's only a few characters. Um. Pippa working on her project and then like it'll go through like what she wrote down for her summary for that week and then she also has like a suspect list and so like it it's basically like plots out like how she's doing this um this like investigation this research so she starts like talking to she doesn't talk to the victim's family but she does talk to Sal's family because in this small town they're completely ostracized like, oh they yeah don't they're not go a victim to the grocery store in this town they go a town over like she can't like even talk about it with people like getting all upset and huffy or like side-eyeing like his brother because his brother's a couple years younger so I think he's around Pippa's age um and so when she first talks to the brother the brother was like well I always kind of thought like it didn't make didn't make sense to me either you know I never would have expected that but of course your your brother would say that yeah of course your brother's gonna say that I would hope um, so right so she pretty quickly hooks up with his brother Robbie because he, you know, wants to prove it, wants his family to, like, no longer be this, like, outcast in this small town. I don't know why they haven't moved. I mean, sure, like, you could have, like, a career. There's probably lots of adult reasons why he wouldn't have moved. But, like, honestly, I'd probably move. Um, yeah. I probably would. <laughs> well, and also, there'd be, like, all the memories of, like, your son there. 
which I guess so could be that makes a it harder to, to leave. And then a yeah. reason to want to leave, I guess it could go both ways. Exactly. Exactly. So her and Robbie kind of like quickly get into some shit, honestly, like the interviews go pretty well. Like she starts talking to like Andy's friends. They start getting kind of a bigger picture of like who Andy is. It's very clear that they're keeping some information from them. Um, I don't really want to get too far into it. Obviously, like this is mostly just a plot summary up until pretty much what's just on the back of the book. And then Mm -hmm. some little details sprinkled in. Um, But basically like things kind of go sideways. She's definitely in over her head. They have not involved the police at all until like the very end when things are definitely ugly. Um, but it was a really good book. <laughs> like it was. So um, my pros for this book was as a reader, there was a lot of like false leads where like, oh, I, like I would that. think, oh, that makes sense. Like there's one point where they give like a little hint and then you meet a person and you're like, oh my God, it's this person. That was the hint. Like I, I caught it. Yeah. That person never circles back. Oh, I'm like, okay. So like, there's just like, as a reader, there was a lot of like peeking around the corner, like thinking I understood what was happening. Like there was definitely like, I had a couple prime suspects, but like, it really did take me until probably the last quarter of the book to like, kind of figure out who I thought it was. Um, Cause one of my cons is I think one of the hints was a little too hard. And I don't know if it meant to be that way, or if I just like was very paying attention to the little clues you know what I mean like because you kind of get into that investigative mindset and so like you do start noticing to like all the little details that people tack on to their sentences and then you're like oh okay well does that connect to here because like Mm -hmm. she literally does the thing like Pip where she like makes a murder board right so she's got like Andy in the middle and she's got like her yarn and Robbie's (laughs) like of course you have red yarn she's like um I have yarn in all the colors yeah like like, I didn't just go buy red yarn I'm not a psycho her parents are like could you be normal for a minute like go do something that's not this Um, I'll go uh shopping for more red yarn because I'm out yeah exactly <laughs> um <laughs> exactly but um I think that overall like it was a really detailed investigation and I really liked that about it um I thought it was uh really in depth especially for like a senior project I mean obviously like this person didn't write it as their senior project but like mm-hmm. dang I was not that organized as a freaking senior oh my like, senior project was like really low in comparison to hers right like this girl's life ends up becoming like literally just this investigation so like her friends start like not really seeing her very much like her family doesn't see her very much she starts getting like some some sketchy death threats where you don't really know where that's coming from so things get real 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 fast and I thought that um the way that this was laid out though it like kind of felt real like it didn't feel like I was just like reading a book like it kind of felt like oh, well, that makes sense. Like it kind of felt like they were leading me along in an investigation because it was incredibly detailed. And I really love that about it. Um, I, I mean, that could just be because it felt so much like the Heyman Lee case. Yeah. <laughs> like let's be real. Like it may it may be that. Um, but uh, one of my biggest cons is that there's a next book and I don't really know what's going to be in it. I'm going to guess Pippa just becomes more advanced in her investigative journaling because like that's what she wants to do. And she's a senior, right? So like maybe it's like she encounters another murder and her college life or maybe it advances five years but there's a sequel and so now I'm like very interested to know like because they they wrapped up this specific case pretty well like there are some people who who played a part in this case where it's like we don't really quite know where they played into Andy's life but then again we still haven't found her body oh so maybe that's where they go with the second one I don't know I haven't found it yet I can't remember I can't remember but in in any case like I'm not exactly sure where this is all going to go next um, so I'm, I'm just, it'll be really interesting just yeah. to really go with it, but I liked the, the writer style a lot. So I would definitely read more by this person. Mm-hmm. 
check out the second one, see what they do with it. Oh yeah, I definitely will. Maybe we'll do like a sequels episode. Ooh, that could be fun. It'd be hard, but we could do it. It can be tough. Yeah. Especially if, yeah, because we'd have to rebuild, whatever. Maybe it's like a sequel we're looking forward to. Okay. We could figure it out. We'll figure it out somehow. Yeah. I'll add it to the list. I'll find a pen somewhere. So while you're doing that, I'll just jump in on the book that you got me that apparently you have also read. So this so excited. <laughs> it's Hex by I think it's Thomas Old Volt is how I've been saying it. It's um he's Dutch. So I'm taking I'm taking a guess, but I think that's right. Havolt. I'm saying is this all the, translated. It is. So the book was written in 2012 and translated in 2016, which gives me a lot of questions because it's set in New York. So it's set in a city in Black Spring, New York. Like but right in Dutch. Up with like an it's like an hour outside West Point, which I didn't go and confirm if West Point is even in New York to be first. West Point is in West Virginia, I thought. Well, maybe it's like do those maybe touch? it's like North New York. I'm gonna say I don't know my geography, so maybe New York and West Virginia touch. I'm I have no look idea because I must know. Yeah, because that's so they got like the wondering. academy. I think so. Yeah, like well, they call it like just West Point, and they do like use the academy doing like trainings as like covers for things that are happening in the town to like how they get away with things. So I think it has to. Be it West isn't. It is in New York. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, it just now makes me wonder the fact that it was translated from Dutch. Like, did the author write it in Dutch to be set in New York, America, or when it got translated, did they translate so much over that they like made it in a different city? in a different country by a different military yeah, like i'm so i have like i'm so so many questions so the book was written in 2012 so it's still set in 2012 in the book but it is so like i said it's about black spring new york and this town is cursed by a witch slash ghost so she's not a ghost in that like you can so you can like you could touch her if you wanted do not recommend but don't don't recommend like zero out of ten as but a you, physical form yeah but you can and like she really can run into stuff if she, she does so she's not a ghost but then she also can like poof and like disappear like a ghost so how so her name is Catherine van weiler also i'm just gonna go ahead and say sorry now i wrote book notes on it and it's sitting in my laptop case which is sitting at work going so off memory we're just go, yeah we're going for it so Catherine van weiler was murdered like a thousand years ago, nine hundred years ago, I don't remember. Ago. I don't remember the time frame, so don't hold me to it. Read the book. Um, and so it's not necessarily that she was murdered because she was killed for being a witch, which was very common back then. This is like around like the Salem witch trials ish era. Um, but it was like the things that had happened to her that were forced to, that she was forced to do before she was killed. That I think that's why she is still hanging around. And also, it's like super messed up and that like they didn't just hang her they like did like the witchy thing where they made you like, made them step off as like so they were like being like yes i am a witch and like stepping off the plank if you will like awful you're gonna kill her anyways so she has been like cursing tormenting this town for hundreds and hundreds of years and so and like 1667 I think because like so the history is kind of spotty and basically most of what i'm going to tell you about the book is the history of the town and what's going on that brought us here and then i'll kind of tell you where we're at and then i can't give anything else away because things start to happen um but so the history so like 1667 or something like that um like every like people aren't really coming to black spring because it's like you have to like travel a long way by ox or whatever right right and so but people do come settlers show up and every single buddy everybody's gone like just poof gone like 
there's not a bunch of like dead rotting bodies and it's only been like a year or two since somebody has been there recently so like if there were a bunch of skeletons we'd notice nothing everyone's just if it's only been a year there would still be flesh i'm barely certain yeah so but three thousand people boop gone whatever and they're like well that's super weird and so then it's like oh, okay this is like a bad land it's cursed whatever but then of course idiots come however many 100 years however many years later there's always freaking idiots don't listen to the people who've been living there who are like hey yeah maybe don't live over in black spring that's bad and so they settle and then she comes back or actually honestly she was probably always there but when there weren't people there she didn't really have anybody to bother and so did her own thing what they find out is that she whispers to people and when she whispers to you you instantly have the strongest desire to commit suicide so i guess i will say trigger warning for the entire book is that like the entire book there's conversations about suicide and people committing suicide so like if that's not something you can read about avoid the whole book um, I'm not really going to get in a whole lot of depth about it. I will be saying that people are thinking of and committing suicide throughout my telling of this. So also, if you can't listen to that, that's cool. It's a heavy theme. That's a good yeah. call. Yeah. It's cool. like very, very, very prevalent in the book. So that's what she does. She like whispers it to you and you like instantly, like if you get away, if you can get away, that's the other one is that she kind of like pulls you in. So like you, you want to leave her, like you don't want to keep standing next to her, but like she kind of forces you to in this like weird little way. Um, but if you can get away and you can do it like quickly, you like, if you can get far enough away from her, it'll, it'll go away. Like you won't have those feelings anymore. So people realize that. And so somehow we don't know how they sew up her eyes and her mouth. And because also like when she like has her eyes open, she can like make you see things, imageries. And, uh, and it's not, it's not super explained early in the book. It's explained a teensy bit more at the very, very end so I'm not going to tell you about that part, but it's like kind of weird why they also sewed her eyes. But basically it's like, if you open her eyes, the like evil eye will be upon you and bad things will happen. So magic. Yeah. Like, whoo, she's a witch. And so her mouth is sewn shut. Her eyes are sewn shut. But then we come up to probably like a hundred year, maybe I don't actually know the time frame. soon enough that there were cameras and like they were videotaping this. So however long ago that could have been, um, there's like these two scientists and you have your videographer and I think like one other person is in the room I think there's four people and Catherine Van Weiler or um Catherine I suppose also we can be on a first name basis that's cool so they are they've somehow like gotten her to like sit in this chair somehow and they're gonna cut open some of they're gonna their plan is to cut open her mouth and see what happens for science science Um, i think this is like the early early days of west point so like whenever that happened um and so they managed to get like one little snip like one little boop boop snip and she instantly starts like whispering and like the so you hear it you learn this from the cameraman's point of view and so it's just like and actually what it is it's not his point of view you which is kind of cool about the book i'm gonna go on a side tangent is that this video and then one of the main characters has a gopro and so sometimes you'll just cut to what you're seeing. So it'll be like on the camera, we see the one scientist go and cut it. And now all of a sudden, like, so the one of the four, so not the camera, but the other person, one of them just drops dead, like boop, 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 drop dead. And then the other two basically start like bashing their head into the wall until they die. And the cameraman's obviously freaked out and like drops the camera. So at this point now we're like looking at the whole scene at like a weird angle and we have like a leg and we're not entirely sure what's going on. There's like blood on the leg. We don't know how it got there. We can't see it. But basically you're reading, but it's a video. It's wild. Oh, it's and it's in my brain. Like his descriptions are so flipping good 
that like yeah it's like it like the book was spooky like i started reading it one night and i made it a chapter and i went i am going to stop or i remember i stopped like i didn't read midnight like during the day it's like fine like not super spooky like i can see how it would be a little bit like when it's at night and then it's nighttime in the book and these things are happening and i'm like and there's like the gopro and like the one flashlight beam and i'm like (gasps) i don't but what's outside the flashlight beam i don't know so yeah so basically and also what happened is when they cut it and she started whispering like three other people in the town just dropped dead all at the exact same time and so like this emergency decree basically comes out um and they so they use like west point as military and they start this like it's called hex hence the title but those are the people so it's like it's so far removed from the government like west point doesn't know about it like the president like there hasn't been a president who has known about black spring for like 42 presidents or something but they use the west point like academy like students as military no so they just use it as um an excuse so like if they need to like close off um so when you get to present walled in right no it's like super open i always imagine it being walled in no it's like super open my imagination people can still come and so like hex is basically there so that way they don't get walled in um so in like nowadays there's this emergency decree uh which is you can't like nobody from the outside can ever learn about Catherine because that's so that's the thing too right. so now in like this modern day like once you move to black spring and you become a resident of black spring you can never leave if you're born in That'd black be spring awful you can never know that leave. going in yeah and so yeah so when new people try to move in like the realtor of the town like does everything that she can to get them to not and like like at one point like this couple comes to move in and like you have robert grimm who is like the head of hex who like calls them and offers them like twenty thousand dollars to not buy this house and they do all these things to make it just absolutely terrible like they have people in the next door like blaring it's a rave music just like being shitty neighbors and they're like no we want to live here this is where we're gonna do it you're freaking crazy and so like as a last ditch effort he's like hey we are we have a curse we have a witch and if you move here you can never leave and it's gonna ruin your entire life and you'll probably die and they were like lol okay yeah the husband is like wow you're fucking crazy doesn't tell the wife and so then they show up and oh so- no i would be hella pissed that's grounds for divorce well you can you can divorce them but you can't leave black spring oh shit right Mm -hmm. (laughs) you might as well stay yeah so that's actually a thing so like one of these other couples who are like a main character or their family so it's the grants steve grant and um i think i remember uh jocelyn i think maybe it doesn't really matter but they're another like their family the grants are like a, a main character group and he originally wanted he picked black spring like mainly uh because he like he's a professor in new york or something like that but she agreed to it because of like they can have horses and land and all this stuff and he's like i get that like i get like how it would be appealing to people especially in the new new york area like you get to be like out in the country but also like close enough to new york to commute like so i bet you they have a lot of interest yeah and so like and like steve grant at one point is even like thinking he was like thank goodness that like she had also wanted to move to black spring and it wasn't just him he was like we wouldn't have survived and when they're moving she's pregnant she's like eight months pregnant oh, crap and then so they end up having a son tyler um but like right when they moved i think she's still pregnant even i think yeah i don't think she's had tyler yet she's like seven eight months pregnant she has um, him while she's there yeah and so he's he has to stay there forever um but they realize that Catherine is there and this is terrible and so they flee they go to thailand and while they're in thailand they have 
the like biggest strongest urges to commit suicide and thankfully they make it back in time before they go through with it because like you can kind of fight it for like if you leave so like you can leave for like a three-day weekend maybe four um but anything more if you hit like a week like this is going to start like taking over and like no i don't remember this being so intense i remember there being a curse but i'm like damn yeah so that's how you say and so Catherine also has like uh she has like a path that she kind of walks every day but then she also will just like pop into people's houses and like they call her like grandma which is just weird like, oh, yeah that's super weird. yeah and so and super then they have creepy. like all these like weird ways that like if there's outsiders that are there like for whatever reason i mean they can come down there's a bunch of hiking and stuff so like that's the thing if there's outsiders and they're hiking and they need or they need to like make these hikers not come they'll be like oh sorry you can't come um west point is doing a drill so that's how they I- use west point to avoid like outsiders i feel like there was a scene where they had to hide her from an outsider and someone like threw a sheet over her oh yeah like, so they've, like standing in the corner or something yeah so it starts with like jocelyn is like put like a dish rag over her face because she's like in this like hallway and she's like her face creeps me out so she's like puts a dish towel so she doesn't have to look at it and, i don't know like, if i could do that they hide her one time like um by pretending to like drop a piano on her so they make it and like so what they've realized is that if they like embrace that they have this hundreds years old witch catherine but outsiders will come and like spend touristy money, but then they're like not. And then they have an actress, act, in quotes, actress or whatever. So that way if somebody does see Catherine, they can be like, oh, come meet her and take a picture with her. But they, so they have this like big old sign that's like, Catherine That's Venwiler, clever bitch. because they can just like, pretend like she was just walking around doing her yeah, thing. Exactly. And they have like festivals Brilliant. and all this stuff. Like at one point they were having a festival and the real Catherine Van Wyler like pops up like right outside like one of the shops and like doesn't move for hours. And so they're like, okay, so they like put up a sign and they're like $20, take a picture with the witch. And they made bank. They made like I believe it so much money because these people won't take a picture, not realizing that it's really the freaking witch because they have no idea. Why would you? I wouldn't believe it, right? Like, okay. Isn't Even if the you whole believe town it. like hardcore covered in like security cams so they can know yeah. like where she is at all times? Like literally every freaking house, every corner, every yeah. Lamp so there's post. no like cameras in your house, but every basically almost the but, entire I mean, outside, town, like the front of your yeah. house, probably. Basically, like the entire town, there's almost no place that's not covered by a camera. And then everybody has an iPhone because how they got it is like through the hex or whatever. They have this emergency decree, so they have a hex app. So like if she pops up in your house, you can be like, oh right. hey, she's here Reported. at my house. And then when she leaves, you'd be like okay she laughed and then somebody else will do it like that's how they're tracking it all i love it it's like it's like 21st century witch management yeah i had to look up when the book was written because at first i'm reading it and i'm like okay this is like really advanced for 2012 yeah and i well i was like is this written like the 80s the 90s like what's going on and then they have an iphone and i'm like have an iphone I, I think 12 i feel like this kind of surveillance is wild yeah they're like very very far ahead which i mean let's be honest the government probably is very very ahead on things we know about so let's be right uh, yeah. but so the like when so robert Grimm is the one who like made the phones happen so he like kind of got like a little bit of cred with the like local teens Ooh, but basically what happens what's kind of like starts spiraling this whole book into being is that there because that was group, all background yeah that's all the history of welcome to black spring you live here now is that there's like this whole group of teens that want to be able to leave like they don't want this to be their life and so they've like cooked up this whole idea they have this website that hasn't like truly launched yet it's still kind of like being built but they're trying to get like video and all this documentary type stuff because their plan is if they can get enough like proof that she exists and go send it to like um 
the Discovery Channel or like National Geographic or something that they'll come in right. and they'll do a documentary and then maybe somebody will be able to figure out like how to get them out of this but the emergency decree is like you can't tell anybody about it and if you do you end up in a place called doodle town which i'm not going to tell you oh yeah i'm not going to tell you what it's about because you don't actually learn what doodle town is for a bit but it exists and you know it exists early on it's a bad thing imagine things that's punishment that's your punishment you don't go to like a jail or anything you go to doodle town i can't remember what it is so like i'm just imagining like just like the worst torture you could imagine, but like things like having to watch Mr. Noodle and Elmo for like hours. <laughs> That's what I imagine you was happening. Like, I can't remember. So that's just what I imagine. Uh, I'll tell you at the end. I'll remind you what it I is love at it. the end when we're done recording. Um, but yeah, so that's basically like what this group of kids. And so Tyler Grant, he's like part of the Grant family, Avi, but he's like the, one of the main characters. He has the GoPro and stuff, but that's like, it was kind of like his plan. And he like has like these two guy friends that he's like really good and then there's this older boy Jaden who's kind of like I forgot this was a male main character I'm not usually yeah it's like basically all men like the only like female child it like Tyler randomly has a girlfriend at some point who doesn't who because he they don't have school in Black Spring so they go to school and then they come back so he's like dating some girl from who just like shows up randomly like oh this is Lori and you're like but yeah I don't think there's like any other female children because they ended up having a second kid matt so i'm like matt's like the younger brother He's a boy yeah weird yeah very boy dominant i didn't even think about it but yeah so basically it's that so like they start doing all these things and because they're trying to get all this proof and all this documentation they start making poor life choices not not even just like like i get that they're teens and teen makes bad ideas their prefrontal cortex is just not completely developed these, yeah these are like extra extra bad and so it like starts so how it starts i'll tell you like the first one that they do that kind of like sets this whole thing off is they come okay. up with this whole plan to move a light post because like i said catherine does the same loop every oh, single morning right. so they move it directly in her path and they're like secretly filming it and she smacks right fucking into it like blah, blah, like like doesn't know what's there hits it whatever and everybody is just like well, that's never happened before like what the heck um but yeah so that's kind of where i'm gonna leave it like they they make some like i said some poor life choices that really they, set off the entire like book can... um shit gets real so like the last hundred pages it kind of all comes together and you're just like what what am i reading what is happening oh my gosh so things that i really liked about it is that like It'll be like part of it, like it'll be like, oh, da da da. Uh, thinking back on it, he'll realize that like this was when it all started. And when you're like, when what all started? Like, what are you? And then you'll notice later, right? Yeah. And so like, and it's multiple people, and it'll be like, or it'll be like, oh, he, they'll wish that they had said that they loved each other out loud, or like this is the last time that they got to do this. And you're like, cause what's gonna happen? What the and like and that's throughout that's like from page like four these things he starts dropping these in and so you're like there's like things happen hangers along the way I love yeah it. and you're just like i don't know what's going on so i'm giving it like four and a half four and three quarters maybe a nine out of ten okay, it's super good fair. loved the build-up that he did like i said definitely kind of spook spook at night but there were definitely some times where um he I felt like he was describing the scene and it was kind of just dragging and I was like can we get to the point 
sir, I am here. I am present. I have been in Black Spring since page four. Like I hear that's what Game of Thrones is like, where they like describe every piece of linen down to the thread and then the texture and then the way it looks in the light. And I'm like, oh my God, stop. Yeah, Tell I've, me what's next. I read the first one and I can confirm that's why it's so freaking long. So other than that, like, and honestly, that's like kind of like a minor thing. Like you, like I would, I was literally like speed read those chapters. It did take me um, a bit to read it, not because I wasn't getting into it, but I just had a million other things going on. But I also do think if you read it in like one or two sittings, which you could totally do, like it's not that big of a book. I think I read um, it in three. So yeah, yeah, it would. I also think it would be like way scarier because like being able to set scary. it down and then like kind of come back to it. I'm like, oh yeah, where are we? Oh, that's right whoever whoever did this or like oh that's right she's in this person's house and this thing's going on like but the ending was not at all what I thought it was going to be either like I don't I don't think I ever figured out how it was going to end I was just like like every time he'd be like oh this was this was Robert Graham will remember that this is what what started it all in his opinion and I'm like what started what what, what started who? Like, what the frick happens? So what he got hell? me good. Like, and like, what happened? I honestly don't think I ever could have freaking guessed it. Like, maybe I could I have guessed. being shocked. Yeah, I think I maybe could have guessed what happened, but not how it all plays out. Because that's the other yeah. thing is that, like, he freaking holds nothing back. Like, he tells you, like, here are all this horrible, terrible things. And he'll just drop it. So, like, at one point, you're like, like, oh, okay, there's probably, like, 80 pages left cool 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 like i think i maybe know what's gonna go on and then it just like next chapter you're like oh plot twist like this person is here and this thing happened and you're like how no because we were just we were just having breakfast and we were a happy family like literally last page we made it up things were fine we got through the the bad like yeah we we were growing again as a family we could trust one another and you do this to me sir so yeah, super highly recommend it. Also, I liked that after I rated it on um, Goodreads when I said that I had finished it, they were like, oh, if you like that, uh, you should read Head Full of Ghosts. And I was like, I already have. <gasps> you so if you all like that one, if you liked Head Full of Ghosts and you like that kind of spook spook, also Stephen King says it's totally brilliantly original, which I kind of agree. I remember seeing the Stephen King review. And so I was like, totally. Um, And I also just realized I didn't give mine like a star rating. Oh, that's I right. I didn't even ask. The pros and cons. Yeah. Um, it, I feel like it's... A- it's it's like 4.9 like the only thing is that I felt like that that one hint like just really kept me hanging on to it and I was like I can't let it go and that could just be me is the thing like that's the thing like it could just be me but there was a particular hint that I felt like was just Mm. I'm like that too much like with everything else like not on its own but like with everything else that we knew like it was just too far but 4.9 4.9 for sure because that could literally just be me and my attention to detail yeah yeah and also you like to read like mysteries and whodunits so you're like very attuned to that kind of a thing exactly so, yeah, like it I could be somebody who doesn't shit. yeah it could be someone who doesn't read them as much wouldn't have even caught on to it like you did absolutely so, awesome absolutely. well i'm glad that we had great birthday picks also i think this drops literally the day before my birthday so it's like this is like perfect for us yeah, it totally absolutely. works um, well, what do we have next i think it's wait that's a book uh, basically, oh, yeah? it's like a TV show that we watched and then learned after finishing that wait that it was a book. And so, you know, we did the little reversey where you always got to read it first. And so now we're going to read it after and see how we feel. See if it changes our thoughts and our opinions. I'm so excited about this one. Like, I can't wait to start. I like, 
have been procrastinating starting, but I'm still excited about it. But also we have Yaw Minis for April. That's because right. Yeah, our, our minis. It's going to be April. So I and think our mini will be first because it's literally April 1st. That's our true. first mini. I just checked my calendar. April Fool's Day. Ayo. Except for it won't be because we're really going to drop it. Not a, not a joke. It's going to happen. <laughs> and there'll be three minis in April because there are three Thursdays. So bonus mini. My Every brain. Paycheck month. You're welcome. Soon so much content into it <laughs> it'll be great um uh, socials uh instagram isn't it past your bedtime and twitter iipyb underscore pod if you want to reach out connect where that's where we are you can also check out our website see what's in our archive what's coming up next what we've talked about in the past um at isn't it past your bedtime.com we also have that email if you have lots of things to say or i don't know you want to like enter us in for a book giveaway like I'm even not, if it's I, a short thing to say it's okay yeah. Not going to be met. We'll take it all. It uh, isn't a past your bedtime at Gmail. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. It's our birth month. And so like as a birthday gift to us, if you could tell your friend to listen, we'd super appreciate it. You don't Best even have gift. to get us a present or anything. You know, that's your presence is presence enough, but bring a friend this time. Absolutely. And Absolutely. we will talk it all of y'all later. Bye, everyone. Bye.